worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the Word of God in the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All of Psalm 23. And then looking in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, that love thee without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing, continuing steadfastly in prayer distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in so doing you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Verses 1-21 through 21. All of Romans chapter 12. Father, we thank you once again for the wisdom, the powerful grace, the powerful understanding and insight that is ours 
as we spend time with you one-on-one in your word each and every day. What a privilege and honor, what a blessing it is to know that we've been saved and drawn off the road to destruction, on the road to eternal life by your grace, your mercy, and your loving kindness. Lord, anoint us afresh with the spirit of grace, mercy, and loving kindness. Empower us to live in such a way, Lord, that every day we live a life of compassion, uh, a life where as believers we see the world through your lens and through your eyes. We see people that seem to be rebelling against you and your word and your will in so many ways instead of in no way looking down on them, but more and more teach us and empower us to see them with eyes of of compassion, eyes of mercy, eyes of grace, whereby we see them as people who desperately need to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior and help us to know, Lord, that every day is a day to do the work of evangelism. Every day is a day to do the work of discipleship. Every day is a day to live in such a way that our lives, our words, our actions, our attitude are tools and instruments in the hands of the Holy Spirit to point people and the world to Jesus Christ, who is the answer to all the world's problems and challenges. Help us to live, Lord, humbly and as available vessels for you to use for your perfect will, whatever that might be, every single day. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Uh, Our producer is Rick Robertson. Rick is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we rejoice today that according to your great mercy, you've caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, as it says in First Peter. Father, you are such a, a wonderful God. Father, we're thankful that we wake up every morning to hope and to mercy from you. We're thankful that you are a shield, that you watch over us, that you protect and you provide. And we thank you for your precious Son, Jesus in his name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to continue to remind you, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And as of late, but actually quite a bit over the last several months, we've continued to encourage believers to make it your goal to pray Psalm 91 every single day over your life. And, you know, once again, we thank and we praise God and we rejoice over the important decision that happened this past Friday, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. But it's important for the church to understand now it's time for us to roll up our sleeves to do the work of the building of God's kingdom. And an important part of that work is coming along, coming alongside and supporting the work of pregnancy ministries that may have their hands even more full because of the present decision that was taking place. Also, there's a great need for us to understand the warfare surrounding this issue we see tragically people reacting in all sorts of tragic and negative ways. It's important for us to pray for their salvation and be the church proclaiming the gospel in the midst of all that's going on, but also a church praying for God's divine protection over pregnancy clinic ministries and pro-lifers that are doing the work of the Lord and over the church as well. Not being fearful, but knowing that We need to understand the battleground and understand the landscape of the battleground that we find ourselves on at this point in time. So if you need a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share it with you. Our hope is that you and your family will pray it over yourself and over your family daily. Pray it over your church, and we ask that you pray it for American Family. Please pray with us and for us here at the American Family Association as we move forward in the ministry we're doing and the pregnancy ministry that... 
My wife and I direct Pregnancy Care and Hope Center that will be serving the Mississippi Delta. We'd appreciate your prayers as well. Hope you'll do that. Once again, the email, joseph at afr.net. It's a great blessing, privilege, and honor to have as our phone guest today, Dr. Kathy Amos, who's the director of the business of an organization called Business Empowered International, and she'll share more about the work and the mission of this particular ministry and organization. But, Dr. Amos, how are you today? Good. Hello there, Joseph, Pastor Joseph. I am very well. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, privilege to have you to come on, and uh, as we get started, I'm going to ask if you'll a little further introduce yourself and then share more specifically about Business Empowered International, if you would. Uh, yes, I am uh, a the CEO of many different organizations, but Business Empowered International is our nonprofit organization that we run as a chamber of Christian Chamber of Commerce and we empower individuals, business leaders, and we encourage them, we equip those in the business and ministry uh, fields with Christ-centered principles so that they may advance the kingdom of God and their sphere of influence for city transformation. Okay. We also have a vision to um, equip and empower uh, leaders in their calling and in their community. Um, and this, this uh, because we are international, we do this globally through the internet and through the partnerships that we have in various states. We believe that every person in, and city has a call and a purpose. And we believe that when one realizes that they have a call, they have a purpose. They can uh, rightly be connected to God and to those uh, that can help build them up so that they can be the game changers in their community. Hmm. Well, I want to ask at the outset of our broadcast today, would you take time to pray for listeners to have ears to hear all that the Holy Spirit would say to them in it? Because in um, Amongst other things, amongst other truths that you'll touch on, I think every single listener very much would would probably respond to the question, uh, do you know what your purpose is? Lots of them would say, Real, I really don't, but would like to know. So would you pray yes. that the Spirit of God would really minister to them wisdom and insight that will help them to move into the purpose of God for their lives? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, is it you want me to do that now? Yes, would you please? Absolutely. Father, we just thank you that you created each and every one of us with purpose, with destiny. You created us with a mandate and a call upon our lives, even uh, according to your word in our mother's womb before we were before we were born, you knew us. You knew that you had purpose and plans for our lives. And Father, many of us have not come into the full knowledge of what you would have us to do in this earth. And Father, we just ask right now that you would touch the lives of those, Lord God, that are standing, Lord God, those that may have misidentity, those that may be um, have been misstepped in their purpose, Lord God, walking, Lord God, beneath their purpose, or even walking above their purpose. Father, we say, 
open our eyes and our ears, understanding of those, Lord God, that need to know from you, Lord God, who am I and what did you create me for? Father, we just thank you right now that you would touch lives, touch hearts all over the world, Lord God, and help people, Lord God, to be fully aware and open to receive you and the capacity of which you created them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Amos. Now, Dr. Amos, again, the the uh, specific title of the uh, key organization we're uh, talking about that you are the CEO of is, again, the title is Business Empowered International, correct? That's correct. All right. Would you share and further explain um, the mission behind Business Empowered International? And I tell you, I, actually, before you do that, would you do this now? People in business, I think, typically would know what a chamber of commerce is, but there are probably many people who really don't even know the purpose behind a chamber of commerce. Would you explain that and then talk about the whole matter of a Christian chamber of commerce? A chamber of commerce is an organization of business leaders, uh, community leaders that come together uh, for the purpose of impacting their city or their community. Uh, in in commerce, uh, in business, and even in, uh, I would want to say the seven mountains, but in various areas such as tourism, uh, education, uh, things of that nature. They come together to create solutions uh, to bring about uh, change and development for their community. This is what uh, uh, the basic uh, term of what a chamber of commerce is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we see in uh, the secular chamber of commerce is, it, you know, based upon my experience as, you know, a ambassador. Dr. Amos, I'm going to have to jump in here. We're coming up on a break. And if you'll pick up right there on the other side, if you would, we ask that you do that. Our phone guest today is Dr. Kathy Amos. She's the CEO of Business Empowered International. We'll be right back.
Planet Shakers with Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Dr. Kathy Amos. She's the CEO of Business Empowered International. And Dr. Amos, I'm going to ask if you'll back up just a, uh, uh, just a little bit here before the break. You were explaining to our listeners what a basic chamber of commerce is. If you'll just kind of repeat that and then get into talking about the specific mission of Business Empowered International, if you would. Yes, sir. A Chamber of Commerce is one organization uh, developed in the community, um, which includes a conglomerate of business leaders, community leaders, and people who have a, a right concern about building and developing their community economically uh, and in other uh, ways. And so, you know, whenever... Uh, Typically, when you look at a Chamber of Commerce, if you've ever been a part of a Chamber of Commerce, you have networking, uh, collaboration going on among business leaders, community leaders, governmental leaders, and you also have uh, partnerships developing uh, amongst that networking or that collaboration to build uh, their community. There are also uh, opportunities to have workshops for business building and things of that nature. At least this is what I've experienced in my time of being associated with um, secular chamber of commerce. Mm-hmm. And with Business Empowered International, we are a nonprofit chamber, a Christian chamber of commerce that uh, believes in empowering, encouraging, and equipping those business and ministry leaders with Christ-centered principles and uh you know, this is one of the things that we realize that no city can be run without the power and the presence of God. And so we want to make sure that as we are building businesses and business leaders, we're building ministries and ministry leaders. We want to make sure that they are empowered uh, through and with Christ-centered principles so that they can advance the kingdom of God and their sphere of influence for city transformation. And we do that uh, in a couple of ways, uh, we connect business leaders to God and to one another in our monthly luncheons and meetings and our, uh, uh, initiatives and events. We have one initiative uh, called City Calling. Uh, that's one of the things that we do in Business Empower, where we uh, call every man, woman, boy, and girl to acknowledge that because God has called them into a city, that he's also equipped them to use their gifts, talents, abilities to transform that city. So everybody in the city, every individual has a purpose and a calling. And we at City Calling Initiative, we want to help them to get that, um, to embrace that calling. We also uh, equip individuals to excel in their God-given gifts and talents. We educate and uh, we provide expertise in the areas of leadership and business development. And the, the, the most that we do is we pray. We are some praying partners uh, that love to put those businesses before God so that they can prosper and advance uh, their communities and in their sphere of influence, even as God has created and purposed them to do. And we also do a, a little charitable uh, outreach with certain projects, such as the Best of Mississippi Awards, where we honor 
uh, ministry and business leaders and community leaders all across the state of Mississippi. Uh, we haven't started internationally because we have a business-empowered Mississippi Chamber of Commerce. We do it for the state of Mississippi. These are just some of the things we want to see people impact, empowered, uh, encouraged, inspired to, to really make a difference in their community uh, with God being the center of everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, would you say then, like, for example, if uh, a listener was to ask, wanted to ask this question specifically, so what? why is it critically important to have a Christian Chamber of Commerce organization as opposed to a regular uh, Chamber of Commerce organization? How would you respond to that question? Well, Pastor Joseph, if we can think back to the beginning of time when God created the earth, uh, he said Adam and Eve in the garden. And he gave them a domain. He gave them a place to uh, take dominion and live and subdue the earth and, and, and produce and multiply. And so with that, we know that Adam and Eve did not create anything of their own, but it was God that created it for them. And because God has created uh, us and he's created us with purpose and destiny, it is our responsibility to go to God and say, Lord, how do I? build this business? How do I advance the kingdom of God with what you've given me, with the gifts, the talents, and the abilities that you've given me? And so this is this is us uh, and our way of, you know, reaching out to God to let him know that you're still sovereign. You're sovereign over our community, our, over our city, over our state, over our country, in our world. And we need you to give us blueprints from heaven so that we can manifest your kingdom right here on earth. Mm. Well, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, it, it is so important for us as believers to both grasp this, to understand this for ourselves, but that we learn to, to live this and to teach it to our children that Jesus and the grace of God and the kingdom of God covers everything, every aspect of life, every issue, every concern. There is no part of life whereby you say, well, God has nothing to do with this. No such thing. And yet we, we live in a world where often the world will try to say, well, leave God out of this. Well, what a sad and tragically foolish thing to say. Anything you leave God out of, it's messed up. It's going to have problems because God is supposed oh, yeah. to permeate all of life, including business, commerce, economics. And life works best, including the economic side of life, especially the economic side of life in a sense because when God is really at the center of it. So again, I appreciate you bringing out those points. Would you pray specifically for the church to grow in its understanding of the need to really move forward in these kinds of truths? Because again, too often you have people that compartmentalize their faith from other things, including business, but praying that they'll grow to where they understand it very much so the hand of God, the grace of God is to permeate all that we, every aspect of life, along with the specific life of the church. Father God, we thank you that we are the church, and we thank you, Lord God, that you are ever-changing and you are ever-moving in our lives. And Father, there is so much that uh, the church has not fully embraced or have come into, and we need, Father, you to uh, open our eyes of understanding to help us to see, Lord God, that even as we sit in our local church assemblies, Lord God, that there is so much to every member 
There's so much to every leader. There's so much more to our lives than what uh, many of us are producing. So, Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you would uh, help us in churches, Lord God, to be able to empower and impact our uh, members, those, Lord God, that are in our congregations, so that they can excel in greatness, so that they can be all that you created them to be. Many times, Lord God, we love using people just for the purposes of having them to work in the church, but God, there's so much more out there in the marketplace to be done. There's so much, Lord God, so many gifts and talents that could be used to increase uh, productivity and even uh, economically in our community, Lord God. So, Father, we say let your will be done in every church leader's heart so that they can uh, uh, receive the strategies and the wisdom from you, Lord God, and even develop partnerships in communities, Lord God, where people can be advanced and go out into the marketplace and do the work of ministry to build communities and advance your kingdom in a great and mighty way. Do this for your glory, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, um, Dr. Amos, I want to ask if you'll just comment on this, that it's, and of course, you, you you really touched on it probably in a number of ways already, but if you'll elaborate in further, though, but it's not uncommon to hear people say things like, well, the church ought to stay out of politics, the church should stay out of secular issues and concerns, and I believe in the truest sense of the word, I, I really believe you really can throw the word secular out of your vocabulary altogether. Because God is supposed to be in everything and every issue. Would you share your thoughts on, on that perspective? Uh, I believe, Pastor, that God has given us governmental uh, authority, the church, governmental authority to legislate in the heavenlies for every situation and every circumstance that we could ever encounter in our communities regardless of what sector they're in, uh, he's sovereign in all. And we as the church have been given that kind of power and authority to go into the courts of heaven and legislate on the behalf of everything that's happening in our communities. If we are not doing that, we are not walking in the full power in which God has given us. And, and that's, that's what I have to say. Okay, well, thank you for sharing your insight there. Now, if someone's listening today and they're thinking to themselves, uh, I'm a believer and I've always had this dream of this a particular business or idea or thought, would that be a good candidate to get in touch with you and just kind of plug in with Business Empowerment, Empowered International? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we love... Uh, helping others to identify their gifts, their talents, and their abilities so that they can uh, best be used in the place where God has given them passion to use it. Uh, We understand that passion, if you're passionate about something, more than likely that is the place of which God has purposed you. And to tie both purpose and passion together creates uh, transformation. It creates transformation in the person first, and that person can utilize what they've been transformed into to impact their community. So, yes, absolutely, they can contact us. Okay. So how would they get in touch with you? 
Our website is uh, www. If you're in Mississippi, it's www.be, the letter B and E, Mississippi.com. That is bemississippi.com. And if they are in other states or global, it is uh, B International. That is B E International spelled out dot global. Okay. Now, do you ever have churches that approach you and say that they're interested in maybe starting some sort of business entity that could help them to carry out their mission, or typically you don't really have churches to do that? We do have churches and pastors involved uh, who are partners with uh, B, and uh, they have uh, certain aspects of their ministries involved in, in B as well. We have one organization called Kingdom City Networking where they pretty much go out and impact the kingdom of God in various communities, and they partner with us to do that. We have a couple of ministries that uh, have Bible colleges and things of that nature uh, that, that are part of B as well. So, yes, we do have ministry leaders that are starting to build their interest in uh, the marketplace. And this is something that I believe is so key for this hour, that uh, the ministers and pastors get involved with uh, a chamber that is actually advancing the kingdom of of God in their marketplace, in the community. Mm, Okay. Well, you know, and I I think, Dr. Amos, too, a, a whole, a very important side of what you're speaking of is that so many times, too many times, people that genuinely love the Lord and know the Lord often think they think very small and in a very limited way with a very limited focus, whereas, as you've alluded to a number of times, the kingdom of God covers all of life and all of the world, too. So uh, would you pray for believers to grow in their vision, their understanding of the need for us to think bigger and think greater in terms of the way we follow and serve the Lord? Father God, we first just want to come to you, Lord God, for thinking small. We repent, Lord God, for putting you in a box. We repent, Lord God, for, uh, uh, you know, thinking that you can't do certain things in our lives when you have created us, Lord God, uh, to do great things. You have given us so much, even from the beginning of time, Lord God. You told us in your word to uh, create, dominate, multiply subdue the earth, and you gave us dominion over all the earth. And so, Father, with that, you've given us much power and authority to do that. So, Lord, help us to tap into that power, that authority that you've been giving us and not displace it. Help us, Lord God, to be all that you want us to be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Our phone guest today is Dr. Kathy Amos of Business Empowered International. We'll be right back. Find within, you're a great God. 
music of Jennifer Miko with Great God. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Dr. Kathy Amos, the CEO of Business Empowered International. And Dr. Amos, uh, would you share one more time with our listeners if they wanted to get in touch with you to learn more about the ministry or to plug in to you in some way, how can they do that? You can contact us through our website at www.beinternational.global or bemississippi.com. You can also email us at info at bemississippi.com. And, of course, for those of you that want to directly reach out, you can contact uh, me directly at 601 594 Two three three zero. Leave a voicemail, and I will get back with you as soon as I am available. All right, all right. And so, uh, Doctor Amos, also, so I, I, I think you alluded to this as well. So, if a pastor, for example, say he pastors a church, but he really has some big ideas, some dreams for his community, but really has no idea where to start. He, too, would be a good candidate just to get in touch with you to talk to you about some of his dreams and how to begin to achieve those, right? Absolutely. We do help. Uh, I am also a consultant and a, uh, a coach. So I do help uh, navigate leaders uh, through their business building concepts and ideas. Uh, we also... Uh, make sure that uh, as they are navigating their way through, and we're praying them through. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a great combination to have for any leader uh, who's be- be- building a business or having a project out there in the community that they want the support uh, of, uh, of godly people surrounding them. You know, the Bible talks about uh, surrounding yourselves with godly counsel. Mm-hmm. So we want to be a part of that counsel uh, that business and uh, ministry leaders can count on to be there for them. Mm. And, you know, something I think of, too, in relation to that, too, Dr. Amos, is that, you know, it's important for us to understand that uh, God's goal is always to elevate us and to bless us, both bless us, but he wants to bless through us as well. And one Absolutely. reason why it's so important for us as believers is to grow in our understanding of the need to think bigger is because, well, for example, sometimes a believer may say something along this line. Well, you know, I don't need much for me and my little family. We have a little house and we go to a nice little church. And so I don't really need much financially. Whereas in reality, God wants to think in terms of far beyond ourselves because ministry is about touching the world for Christ, impacting the world with the grace and the mercy of God. So it's not just about me and my little bunch. It's about 
being used to bless as many people as as much of the world because God wants the whole world. He wants the whole world. So any thoughts that you'd like to share along that line? I'm just reminded of the word of the Lord that just came to me where he says, go out and preach my gospel to all, you know, to all the world, to all the, all the nations. So it's, you know, God has connected us, predestined and ordained us. He's, he's created us to do that. So it's when we think so small as uh, our little setting of family members and friends, or, you know, our little tribe that we have, there's so much more and so many more out there that God wants us to reach with what he's given them, which goes back to what I was sharing earlier about the authority that God has given us. You know, we don't utilize the authority that we've been given to impact the kingdom of God. Uh, and, and a lot of that comes from, you know, for us Christians, uh, so in some cases, it's just the way we've been brought up in church, you know, uh, or in tradition or religion to where the, the point to where we only know of the little. But God is so much greater than just our little two or our few. He is a great God of all. And he wants us to experience, experience all he told us that he was he gave us his son Christ so that we can have life and life more abundantly. Abundant living is 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 more to it than just my little you know finances or my little house on the hill. You know mm-hmm. my little few uh, here in my corner, and that's it. It's life is much bigger than that. That is so true, and you know that's beautifully illustrated when you look at key people God has called in the in the Word of God. You think Abraham, when God first called him to pack up and move his family, he could have said, well, Lord, I just want to stay here with my family and, you know, where I'm okay here and I'll be all right. God wanted to use him to bless the whole world. And so his simply obeying the Word and the Spirit of God has blessed him to where today, by through his obedience, God has and continues to bless the whole world. And he can do the same thing through any believer that's really believing him and following him and doing what they've been called to do. And I would challenge and encourage every single listener. You know, I think many of our listeners would be familiar with these two verses, but it's only two verses, but they contain what we refer to in the Word of God as the prayer of Jabez. But in First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, it says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. And you know, Dr. Amos, this is a wise prayer for every believer to pray in all circumstances, because it's a it's it's what I would refer to as a kingdom prayer. Because yes, God blesses the end. Of, he blessed Jabez, but he also blessed the world through Jabez as well. And even also, you know, the four parts of that short little prayer are so profound because they again point to the kingdom. First, he says, "Lord, bless me," and however you choose to bless me, bless me a lot. And then expand my territory. In other words, I don't want to stay in the little territory I have. Expand it. Use me more and more for your glory in the building of your kingdom. And that your hand will be with me. 
praying that God would fill us afresh with His Spirit is a wise thing for believers to do every day. And that's basically the third request and the last one. Keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. Of course, sin can shut down or trip up or mess up a believer in any setting. So it's important for us to avoid living a life in a lifestyle of sin. So, And the last phrase says, so God granted him what he requested. So we as believers are wise to pray bigger prayers and believe God for bigger things and that our boundaries would be expanded, that he would use us more and more. So, But uh, any anything that comes to your mind about the prayer of Jabez that you'd want to share with listeners? Well, I, I, what just came to my mind is that people who uh, love complacency would never pray that prayer mm-hmm. because they, they don't want to expand. But God God wants to give us uh, the opportunity to live the biggest, the best, and the greatest life we could possibly live while we're here on, on earth. This is why he gave us the prayer of Jabez so mm-hmm. that we he we will know through his word that he's extended that. And he shared through so many other scriptures uh, in the word of the Lord uh, uh, about, you know, expanding or increasing, you know, or promotion or abundant living. And so those are the things that when you have that complacency that wants to keep you, you know, in one spot or keep you stuck in one area of life, know that God has greater. And all you have to do is open your heart to receive God in that magnitude, and God will uh, begin to order your steps. He will send Holy Spirit to teach you and order your steps and open you up to new opportunities and new things that are happening in the earth that will uh, fit where you are and where you desire to go. That's right. Would you pray for listeners to really mature to that level of thinking more in their lives right now? Father, we we thank you that you are a great God. You are a God that knows all and you see all. And Lord, you have created this entire earth for us, Lord God, to enjoy. For us, Lord God, to uh, dominate and multiply and subdue. And Father, many of us struggle, Lord God, with words of taking dominion or taking authority. We struggle with uh, words, Lord God, that, that empower us to be greater than where we are. So, Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would help us, Lord, your people, to embrace every aspect of your greatness, every uh, uh, area in which you desire each of them to go and do. Lord, we thank you right now that your hands are not short and that your heart is big enough to carry every one of us and give us each and every one of us the desires of our heart. So, Lord, we thank you right now for doing that for your people, for your name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Dr. Amos, our time is almost gone, but, you know, there's a, a scripture that came to my mind that is so powerful to, to consider, and it's so helpful for us to understand the truth behind it. But it's in Psalm 78, uh, specifically verse 41, it says, and it's speaking of, it's as it tells of some of the history of the children of Israel. It said in verse 41, it says, Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. And, you know, for many believers, if you would, if you would mention to say, well, that there's a way to limit God, many people would think that's blasphemous. But God himself say, lets us know because of their small thinking, they limited God how much God could bless them in that giving, given setting. And so it's so important for us to grasp the need for us to think bigger and to believe God for great things because on any given day, 
God is ready to show us and remind us how big he really, really is. Any final thoughts you want to share about that? Well, I just, I want to, I, I just thank God for uh, allowing me the opportunity to share with the audience, the listening audience, and to uh, just give some insight on what God is doing in and through me for so many other people. I thank God for you, Pastor, uh, your heart for uh, God's people to help bring them up and uh, into the newness of what God is doing through this broadcast and through uh, the American radio family. It's just amazing to see what you guys are doing. And uh, my prayer is that God would continue to elevate uh, this broadcast to do to go even farther and to do more to advance the kingdom of God. Amen. Well, we thank you again for taking the time to be with us today and wish God's best on you, uh, on your work and your mission because, again, the need for this kind of ministry is so, so great in our world. So in the last few moments of our broadcast, as we normally do, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to receive Christ and be saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply Pray this prayer with me and open your heart and life to Jesus Christ today. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much. That You came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. You told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my life fully following you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we invite you to please email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd very much like to be in touch with you. like to share with you some literature and some resources that'll help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, that email, joseph at afr.net. Dr. Amos, would you share one more time if someone wants to get in touch with Business Empowered International, how can they do that? They can do that through beinternational.global or bemississippi.com or just call me, 601-594-2330. All right. Thank you, Dr. Kathy Amos, so much for being with us today, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our listening family. Please pray much for Dr. Kathy Amos and the work of the Ministry of Business Empowered International. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.